Welcome to the Coach's Cafe, brought to you by the Priority Academy. Hey there, folks. How are you doing? And welcome to the next episode of the Coach's Cafe podcast with my, myself, Graham Nichols from the Priority Academy. And it's my absolute pleasure today to not only to be uh, to be interviewing uh, a wonderful man, but he's also somebody that I consider a real friend of mine. And his name is Ron Matthews. Ron, thank you so much for joining me today. Good morning, Graham. Well, good afternoon for you. And thank you for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be here with you. It's it's absolutely great to to have you on, Ron. We've uh, we've spoken on many occasions, you, and uh, we've uh, been connected for a long time now. And I think this was a really uh, interesting podcast for me to do with you because you're going to talk about uh, something called the Silver Ultramind system um, a bit later on in the podcast, and and I find that fascinating. So um, I love it when we talk about that, and uh, your your absolute knowledge in that. But um, but to get started with, I thought we might start out with just figuring out a bit more, find out a bit more about you, what's your journey been like to, to this point in your life and and uh, why you've come to this point in your life. So uh, would you mind sharing with us a bit about you and your journey? Sure. Well, I spent, uh, professionally, I spent 35 years working as a physicist and an engineer. I worked uh, for a little tech school down the river from Harvard called MIT. You may have heard of it. Um, Just a little bit, yep. <laughs> I worked for them twice in my career. Um, my concentration was always in electromagnetics and worked for various other companies, Raytheon and such as that along the way. But what's interesting, I think, and germane to our conversation here today, Graham, is that my journey really began when I was 16 because I became really curious about who, who, who am I? You know, who are we as human beings? And that's, I guess, the the, the uh, quintessential existential question that we all are faced with. So I became fascinated with the energetic part of the human experience through the martial arts. I practiced and taught the martial arts, Qigong, Tai Chi, and various other forms of Okinawan martial arts for about, oh, about 40 years, a little more than 40 years, and um, became enamored with the question of what is it animates us. So cutting a very long story very short, um, this ultimately ultimately led me to a person named Donna Eden, who was a world-renowned energy healer. And I uh, studied with her, went through a certification program with her for a couple of years. And that kind of gave a framework for what I already knew to be true. I wasn't aware at the time, but I became aware of uh, later in my life, that I come from a long line of people who are seers, or what we might call psychics. It's a blessing and it's a curse, you know, because I tend to perceive things differently than others do, and certainly differently from my colleagues who were in the world of high-tech and hard-nosed physics. And so um, the universe kind of nudged me out of that industry by making my work evaporate like that. One day I was employed, the next day I wasn't. And so I took that as a sign that maybe it's time for me to actually follow my passion. So along the way, I, I ran into the Silver Ultramind system, which was again a, a framework for what I already knew inside to be true. And that's what has led me to here and what connected me to you. And as you said, we've had very many, quite a few very interesting conversations <laughs> for me the first thing in the morning and for you in the middle of the afternoon so 
that basically is a, a 50,000 foot view of, of me and uh, you know how I became the highly evolved sensitive new age guy you see before you today. So. <laughs> the highly evolved sensitive new age guy who uh, who we could, let's be honest, we could chat for three hours, couldn't we, you, you and I? That would just scratch the surface, yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So tell me a bit more about uh, the Silver Ultramine system then, as, as you've touched on it there. Tell me what, what that's all about. That's a really interesting uh, story, and I'm going to try and condense this as much as I can. Jose Silva uh, became an orphan when he was six, and since he was the oldest of his siblings, and he lived in Laredo, Texas, he was a, a Mexican-American, he had to go to work and support his family. So he began selling papers and newspapers and Chinese shoes. And before three years, four years, he had several kids working for him and was making more money than most adults. And so he became a uh, electronic technician, two-year repairman, which led him into the military. And because he was working on top secret uh, equipment, he had to have a psychological evaluation. And he thought that the questions that the psychologist was asking him were stupid. He asked him, why are you asking me these dumb questions? So the psychiatrist gave him a bunch of books to read and Jose devoured them all. Fast forward to when Jose had his own family, his singular purpose was to figure out a way where, whereby he could help his kids do better in school. And he began studying hypnosis and psychology and, oh my gosh, a, a whole panorama of other human endeavors. So he began doing these exercises with his kids where he would bring them to what he, he called the center, your center. And I'll talk about that later on this morning. Um, but one of his children, Isabel, he had a, um, Jose had a, a series of questions he was going to ask her. So he brought her to the state, prepared to ask her the first question before he did ask it, he, she answered it. Wow. He thought, okay, what is up with this? So he prepared to ask the next question and she answered that again before he could ask her. So now he thought, well, maybe I've uncovered something here about the human, the human experience that was not well known. So at the time at Duke University, there was a professor, strangely, he was the professor, one of the professors of electrical engineering at Duke, and he was conducting research into paranormal phenomena, parapsychology and uh, ESP and such things as that. So Jose asked him, is it possible to teach a person to be psychic? And his, the professor's name was uh, J.B. Ryan, R-H-I-N-E. Professor Ryan said, absolutely not. So Jose knew that was not true. He set about to begin to demonstrate that Indeed, not only can we be, be taught to be psychic, but we already are. We're all born with this ability. The problem is, and I'll talk about this again subsequent in our conversation, our education system convinces us it doesn't exist. And so because Jose was uneducated, he had no formal education, he hired a couple of researchers, paid them with his own money, and they began, began researching this question. Are we all born with this ability? And the answer that came back was resounding yes, so much so 
several professors of psychology had to revise their textbooks because of Jose's discovery. This is amazing we never went to school. The first time Jose ever went to school was as a teacher. Wow. And so, um, so that the system that he developed, the ultimate, the penultimate system that he developed just before he died, is called the Silver Ultramind system. And it, the, the crux of the Ultramind system rests on the idea that we have everything we need within us to have to answer any question we could come up with. It's just being able to become reacquainted with that part of ourselves that has not been used as much as the so-called left brain capacities of logic analysis and, uh, you know, things of that nature. So the ultramind system, the full ultramind system is taught over two days, typically before the, the uh, COVID nonsense started. You know, we do it over a weekend for two days in a hotel, hotel ballroom, uh, 16 hours of exposure. And at the end, people would be able to access these what we call brain wave states spontaneously on their own to become their own shaman, guru, whatever have you. So I hope that answers your question. It's kind of a rambling narrative there. But. No, it does absolutely. And I think the, the important point there is when Jose Silver asked the, the professor at Duke, you know, can people be taught how to be psychic? It's actually, can we be taught how to find our psychic ability that's already yeah. in us? Yes, that's exactly what it is. Because that's what it is. We're, we already have it within us. Yeah, and actually, that's an interesting point because there was a study done at Harvard starting in 72 by uh, Howard Gardner. He had a, um, he's still there, as a matter of fact. He's the dean of education, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he, had a, he had and has a think tank there called Project Zero that studied the, the question of how do humans acquire knowledge? What he discovered over the course of his 25-year study is from this one particular study I'm referring to right now. He discovered that children, all children, you know, within the, the established norms, are born with a genius level capacity. That means at birth, we all have the ability to process information like Einstein or Da Vinci or, or any of the great geniuses. But he also discovered was by the age of 20, only 2% of people retain that genius mentality. So the question loomed then, what causes that, us to lose it? And the answer he came up with over this 25 year study was it was our, our Western education system. Because we, our education system seems to focus almost exclusively on left brain learning things that are based on the five physical senses. Yeah. I have to forgive the sirens in the background. I live about a half mile from the fire department, so they're not coming to get me. I promise you that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they're based on the five physical senses. So if you can't, so the presupposition is if you can't see it, feel it, hear it, touch it, it doesn't exist. Well, that flies right in the face of everything that the great mystery traditions and religions have taught us since the time of Adam. Absolutely. So, so uh, that, anyway, that's that was interesting because now we have an academic uh, study that shows that we have this capacity, but it's socialized out of us by our education system. Yeah, absolutely. And you you talked about uh, brain waves um, as you were talking through the the silver silver system there. Um, 
tell me what what's I've, I've heard lots about it we've had conversations about it but what's the alpha brainwave state and why is that so important to silver that's a great question Sam um, if you were to hook yourself up to an EEG machine electroencephalograph machine you you find out that the, the brain has a complex uh, array of electrical signals and as we change states throughout our day the signals change and by signals I'm talking about uh, quasi sinusoidal signals. Okay, so a sinusoid, you know, if you look up, if you, if you went took high school physics and you saw the oscilloscope where 60 hertz is a sinusoid, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so as, like right now, Graham, you, you and I are at the beta brainwave state. That's a fully conscious state where we are operating in this world, the world of the five senses. As you begin to daydream or go into meditation, or fall asleep, or begin waking up from sleep, your brainwave state is now in the alpha brainwave state. So, so the, um, the alpha brainwave state is normally between 10 and 14 cycles per second. The uh, beta brainwave state is anything above that up to about 22 cycles per second. And then there are deeper brainwave states that we experience as well. The theta brainwave state, which is a state you might be in if you were under deep hypnosis or meditation, deep meditation. And then the delta brainwave state that we are in when we're in deep, dreamless sleep. And in that brainwave state, we have no conscious awareness whatsoever. So the alpha brainwave state is interesting because when you, the way that we teach it in the silver ultramind system, when we lead you into the alpha brainwave state, it isn't like you're leaving the beta state and going into alpha. What's happening is we're expanding your conscious awareness to encompass both alpha and beta. What that means is when you do that, you're operating out of both the right and left brain hemispheres at the same time. So many times students have asked me, which is better, alpha or beta? And I, I always answer them by saying, and you know how to walk, right? Which is better, your right foot or your left foot? Because without both feet, you can't walk. Same way, without both hemispheres of the brain, without being able to operate both in the alpha and beta brainwave states, then you're only using half of your mind. Absolutely. What a great analogy as well. What's that? What a great analogy, the, the walking analogy. Yeah, thank you. It's not mine, but I'm going to say, you know, it's... <laughs> <laughs> Claim it for now. When you're in the alpha brainwave state, you're not operating in the world of the senses, any, the, the physical senses anymore. And um, I hesitate to go down this rabbit hole because I know our time is somewhat limited. But that's a whole conversation all by itself. Because when you're in alpha, your inner critic is somewhat decoupled. So if I were to go in, if I were to induce you into alpha and say, Graham, you are now in a condition of whatever your your desired outcome is. You have, you you possess that right now here today. That would not cause any cognitive dissonance for you, because there's no past, there's no future. There's only the now moment in the alpha state. Yeah. Go to beta and say that to you, and automatically you're going to throw the wall up and say, "Well, that's not true. That's not true at all." Because look at me. Whatever the condition is you think you lack. I don't have it. 
And so right away, any affirmation you try to use is going to be sabotaged by your inner critic. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think there may be another podcast to come in the future where we talk about the alpha brainwave state and uh, the other brainwave states. That could uh, that could I, definitely be a, a longer, more drawn out conversation. I'm so surprised that you and I have more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> that sarcasm for those in the audience who don't know me that well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ron and I definitely share a, def- uh, a sarcastic uh, tone to our humor now <laughs> and again. Yeah, I like talking to you so much, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you mentioned meditation there when you were talking about the brain wave states how does ultramind really relate to meditation is it just that alpha state or is it taking it further than that well actually it is the alpha state and um so many times people attempt to meditate they they try really hard which is in itself a uh, a false dichotomy to try hard to meditate um and they always seem to come up with not feeling like they've gotten to that state because they've never been given a reliable, repeatable method for getting into that state. Now, if you spend a lot of time chanting or breathing or doing any of the things which uh, tradition has shown us will bring you to the alpha state, but it takes a long time to get there, then you'll get to the meditative state and then you can begin actually reaping the rewards that meditation offers. So what's interesting and what's really remarkable about Jose Silva's system is that it is a reliable, repeatable method to bring you to the alpha state. And once, when I teach a class, at the end of the class, I tell my students, even though you have this centering exercise, I want you to start to try to get to the alpha state without using it. Because when you get to the alpha state using the centering exercise, um, it's a good idea if you metaphorically plant a flag there so you can find it again, so you can become familiar with what that feels like to get there. And the more you get there, the more that path from the beta brainwave state to the alpha brainwave state is beaten down. So before long, most of my students who have gone through ultramind with me, they can go into alpha like that by just defocusing their eyes. And this is not just my students. Anyone can do this once they have been trained to do so. Absolutely. It's a bit like doing self-hypnosis, isn't it? The more you do it, the the easier you you go into that hypnotic state. Well, the the hypnotic state and the meditative state are the same. It's how you, what your intention is for using them once you have a way to get there. So, you know, the, the neat thing about Jose's method is that he has seeded it with several statements in the centering exercise that enable you or, or plant a suggestion in you that these things already exist in you. You don't have to be given them, they're already there. And so, by having a way to revivify that method for getting there makes it easier for you to access that state. And what's remarkable, and this has been demonstrated in laboratory experiments scads of times, that the effect of your thoughts on physical reality is much more effective when you're at the alpha state than you are when you're at beta. 
And that's a double-edged sword because whatever you think about when you're alpha, you're going to tend to send out vibrations that attract what it is you're thinking about. So be careful what you think about. Absolutely. <laughs> you're probably going to get it if you're doing it at alpha. Absolutely. That's uh, it's uh, almost the the true connection to to the universe. I'll use the universe as a as a global term, if you like. I like I like the way you think. People don't. M many people may not realize this, but the nephew of Muhammad, his name was Ali, made this statement. He said, "Dost thou reckon thyself only a puny form, when within thee the universe is enfolded?" Yeah, you've quoted that one to me before, and I still love it from the from the day you uh, quoted to me some well, time ago. I am sure you're going to hear me quote it again. Because I'm sure I will. <laughs> okay, so let's cover the the um, the bit that some people might be a little bit uncomfortable with with regards to Silver Mind. And you talked about ESP earlier on. Um, okay. Just tell me how is ESP defined in the Silver System? Well, that's um, that's a really interesting question because when you ask Joe Sixpack on the street, you know, what is ESP? He's going to tell you it's extrasensory perception. So those three words, extra, means something additional. Sensory has to do with your senses, and perception is to perceive through, you know, your five senses. In Jose's research, he discovered that that was really an inaccurate way of looking at ESP. What he calls ESP is effective sensory projection. So think about your sensing faculties. So we have the senses of sight, of hearing, of the olfactory sense, the gustatory, and the tactile sense. When your body expires, when you no longer need it, and you go on to whatever the next journey is, those senses cease to exist because the transducer for them is now decoded. Begs the question is, begs the question, what is the driving energy behind the senses? And Jose referred to those as sensing faculties. Those are non-physical, or use my language as a physicist, they are non-local energies that animate our senses. And since they are non-local, it's easier for me to project my sensing faculties to any time or place that I choose to do so. So to be able, and I'll, if I, if my train gets derailed, my train of thought gets derailed, remind me to talk about Werner Heisenberg when I finish what I'm going to say right now. Okay. Okay. Um, so when you project your sensing faculties to the condition and of whatever it is you desire to do, to be, or to have, by doing that, you are creating that condition and attracting it to you. Rumi said, whatever you are seeking is seeking you. So the reason I wanted to invoke the name of Mr. Heisenberg, he was the person who was responsible for the Heisenberg uncertainty, which says that you can know a particle's um, energy, but you can't know its location. Or you can know its location, but you can't know its energy. Okay? Because by observing it, you change it. Now, that's a specific case of a general principle. 
So each moment that you step into, you step into because you expect it to be what it is. Because 80% of the thoughts you think today are the same thoughts you thought yesterday. And so if you change your expectation, if you change the thing you pay attention to, you project your sensing faculties to, then you collapse all these possibilities into the one thing you focus on. And for your listeners, if you want to have a, a really good example of this, then go on YouTube and look at Dr. Quantum's video on the on Young's double slit experiment. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's great for the layperson, but it illustrates my point very eloquently. So effective sensory projection, Jose said there's nothing extra about it. It's part of us. We're born with it. Sensory is a sensory our sensing faculties and projection is what I just said. You project your sensing faculties to the thing you want to do, be, or have. You observe it as though it's already existing, which at alpha is no big deal. You keep doing that and lo and behold, over some span of time, which is conditioned by your belief system, it happens. Absolutely. And I've got to be honest, I've been through the, the centering exercise that you've done for your uh, Silver Mind Streamline course, which we'll talk about in, in just a couple of minutes. I've been through that no end of times now, and it is absolutely, I want to say, astonishing how it, it gives me the ability to see what I want in the future with such clarity. I've always been able to visualize and I know some people say they struggle to visualize and that sort of stuff. I've always been able to visualize, but the absolute clarity with what I can see for my future when I go through your centering exercise, in other words, projecting my sensory faculties into that space is just phenomenal. It's just phenomenal. And I'm guessing, well, I'm not guessing because you've told me no end of time that you have a lot of people who, who have that same experience. Absolutely. And as you do that, if you think about what state are you going to be in when you have achieved your intended outcome? It's probably going to be a lot of joy, of celebration, of happiness, of um, gratitude. So when you project your sensing faculty to that reality, because the reality of man is his thought, when you project your sensing faculties to that, to that reality and you bring with that all the emotions that you know you will feel, you just made your thought form you just put your thought form on steroids and ignited it with a rocket, rocket fuel. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about this course. And you've uh, you've done a, a streamlined version of the, the Silver Ultramine course. Tell me a bit about, bit about that. Well, I wanted to be able to get the idea of the Silver system, Silver Ultramine system, into the hands of people without giving away the farm, so to speak. And, and to give them the parts of the Ultramine system that they can use right now today after what is it, three and a half hours of lecturing that I do in the course. And so <clears throat> I included the center, what, excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat. <clears throat> I included one of the versions of the centering exercise in the streamlined course. I also included uh, what Jose called the mental video technique. And this is one of the most remarkable parts of the silver ultramine system is the mental video because using this technique, you have a way where you can create an, a mental video 
of the problem or the situation that you want to resolve or to change. So you, you, you create that mental video, make a good study of the problem while you're at beta. You create a video of your mind. And I explain how to do that in the course. Then you go on about your business for the rest of the day. That night, when you're ready to go to sleep, you recall that mental video you created at beta. Then you go to the alpha state. And again, I show you how to do that in the course. And while at the alpha state, you review that video again, and then just to the left in your spatial screen, the, the, uh, the mental screen of your mind, you create a video of how you want the situation to be resolved. You're doing this while you're at alpha, so once you have finished, you go to sleep, because you're already halfway there. You go to sleep with the intention of bringing both of these videos with you into the sleep window. With the intention, again, that once you reach the delta brainwave state, you're going to pass both of those videos across the barrier to your higher self, your higher intelligence, your guardian angel, whatever your metaphor is, you're going to pass that over to that infinite intelligence that we are all connected to. Then for the next 72 hours of waking time, you, be, you remain alert for signs that your message has been received and is being worked on. So that was one of the most fascinating and perhaps the most powerful part of the ultramind system because it gives people a way to solve problems or to, to manifest their desires using the alpha, theta, and delta brainwave states without having to go through the entire course. Absolutely. And I should mention at this point as well, that you actually work quite closely with the, the Silver family. You know Sam Silver, who's taken it on. So this is all done as part of the, the, the whole Silver um, yes, family. Yeah, thank you for mentioning that, Brian. I work closely with Sam Gonzalez Silva, who is Jose Silva's nephew. And uh, he became an instructor under Jose in 1980. And he's been teaching uh, uh, Jose's methods ever since. So, uh, and Sam is now the director of Silver Ultramind International. So I've been working closely with him to, uh, to reignite the, the, the presence of the Silver Ultramind system in the mind of the public, which is again, one of the reasons why I created this streamlined course, to give people a taste of it. And if they like what they taste, maybe they wanna come and take the whole class. I'm gonna be teaching the class live over Zoom uh, coming up in the not too distant future. So I'm going Fantastic. to be actively uh, soliciting people to join me. So it's, it's going to be done over four Sundays, four hours each, and then with, yeah. with homework and so forth. And <clears throat> as they become students, they have access to me anytime they want to. So if they want to text me or send me an email for clarification on anything, they're welcome to do that. Wonderful, fantastic. Now, this um, this streamlined course you've um, created, it's available on Udemy. 
at the moment. But I'm also really pleased to say that, that we've had some conversations and you've also agreed that, that I can put it on the Priority Academy and it can be sold through there as well, which is uh, fantastic. I'm, I'm over the moon to be able to offer that. So for, for all the folks out there, when you're when you get interested in silver ultraminder and let's be honest i have no idea why you wouldn't be interested in this this amazing information then head to the priority academy uh, under the courses tab you'll find a link to uh, to ron's course and uh, he'll take you through the streamlined version and uh, i've got to be honest i've already been through some of the silver mine stuff before but i went through ron's course again and it's just fantastic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So for certainly from, from me to you, thank you for, for offering that to the Priority Academy. Thank you for your kind words, Graham. It's a pleasure. I'm honored to be working with you and with the Academy. Fantastic. Okay, so as we wrap this up, if you uh, if you could offer one or two tips for, for people's lives that will just... Uh, and short tips, Ron, I don't want to be sat here for the next three hours with you giving tips away. I know what you like. We've, we've done that before on ourselves. So just short tips, one or two short tips for people's lives, just how they can improve their lives, you know, today or tomorrow, just something simple they can do that's really effective. What would you, what would you say? The first one is learn to ask for what you want, not for what you don't want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if uh, you are, if you are, challenged with some kind of a physical ailment the wrong thing to do is to say oh god i don't want to be sick or when flu season comes around i don't want to get get the flu because your subconscious mind does a lousy job of processing a negative so when you say i don't want to get the, the flu your subconscious mind which is the part that drives the bus of your life hears i want to get the flu guess what before you know it, you've done it. And this is even more important in the alpha state. So lose the word don't and lose the word can't from your life. Those are both four letter words. Absolutely. Yeah, to say something along the lines of uh, I'm healthy or something along those lines is such a better um, descriptor for, for your alpha state, for your mind and for your, your higher intelligent mind as well. Yes, and the second tip I'll give you is that if you challenge your subconscious with an open-ended question, it will not rest until it delivers an answer which renders the question true. So, if you say, I wonder how soon I'm going to be enjoying my vibrant and robust good health. And you say, I wonder how your subconscious takes that as an imperative. In the Bible, it says, seek and ye shall find. It doesn't say seek and you shall find if it's there because your subconscious mind can't find it, it will create it. Absolutely. And that is, you can take that to the bank. Absolutely. Ron, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you as it always is. And it's uh, wonderful to have you on the podcast. Thank you for talking us through the silver mine system. And folks, if you're, uh, if you're watching this and when you're interested, as I say, go to www.theprioryacademy.com click on the courses link and uh, the, the link to the Silver Ultramind system will be in there. Um, you won't regret it for a moment. Um, I can assure you of that. It's a, it's a wonderful system to go through. Ron's done a great, uh, great job of uh, really streamlining that course and, and breaking it down into its constituent parts. And, uh, and then once you've done that, I'm sure you'll be wanting to learn more about the, the Silver Mind stuff that uh, and if Ron's going to do some, uh, the full course over some Sundays, that will be brilliant to, uh, to be involved in as well. 
as I say, Ron, thank you so much for, for joining me. It's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, and uh, I'm going to sign off now by saying, to that, folks, thank you for watching or listening if you're on the podcast. And I'll see you in another episode of the Coaches Cafe really soon. From me, thank you very much. And Ron, thank you once again. Thanks for tuning in to the Coaches Cafe. Why not check out the Priority Academy to see what courses we've got on offer for you?